dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. Thanks for joining us here for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. Thank you all for joining us here on the program. And most importantly, before we get started, I want to make a reminder to all of you. If you're looking to let us know, especially as we go into the new year of the program, I'd love to know who are the people that you want to talk to and that you want us to talk to in the cannabis industry that should get their voice heard that have great products, innovations, or really just have some great minds out there that we should definitely talk to and that we should reach out to. We'll make our best efforts. I'd love to hear from you. Email me at Brasco, B-R-A-S-C-O, at CannabisRadio.com. Again, B-R-A-S-C-O at CannabisRadio.com. If you'd like to be a guest on Belt Business, I'd love to hear from you. Any comments you want to give there, also any reviews, or you want to rate and review the show, you can always do best by going to Apple Podcasts and looking for the show there. I hope you'll consider that. My next guest runs an innovative cannabis technology company providing customized nano emotions for infused products. With me is the CEO of Vertosa, Ben Larson. Ben, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Hey, my pleasure. I've gotten to read a whole lot about you, and I see a lot of people talk about you in the space. So <laughs> now it's my turn. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, first of all, your company was originally named Nanogen Labs until you rebranded it recently under a new name, Vertosa. The new name embodies best-in-class products, service, and scientific experience while paving the way for long-term vision and growth. Now, I learned about what the name stands for, so Vert, or V-E-R-T, speaks to both green and truth in line with our roots in cannabis and dedication to being the best partners to our customers. OSA, or OSA, Spanish for the female bear portrays our strength and proud cannabis California roots, excuse me, with an important nod to the power of the female cannabis plant. Now talk to me about this name change. Fill us in all the changes that have been made besides the name. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, anyone that started a company before knows a, a lot can go into a name. And uh, when we were first starting the company, uh, Nanogen really kind of, helped us build a reputation built around truth, right? It was very clean, very science-based. Um, you know, we knew kind of going in that there were some other nanogens out there. It's a great name. Um, you know, they largely resided in healthcare uh, or pharmaceuticals and hair care. Uh, for anyone that has experienced hair loss, might have come across the name. Um, and when we were starting, you know, what was a small cannabis company at the time, uh, we're like, you know, it seems like those are far enough away that we probably won't compete. Well, you know, lo and behold, uh, we start selling into companies that might have hair care lines or might be pharmaceuticals. And we then realize, oh, it might be time to change the name. Um, well, you don't want to be, you know, associated <laughs> with Cy Sperling and those type of t types of people, you know, I'm not yeah. only a member, I'm also a client. Right. There you go. <laughs> um, well, and, 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 you know, it's, uh, when we, when we were launched the company, we, we kind of knew that Nanogen was a great vehicle to launch with. Um, it had kind of this trustworthy, uh, resonance to it. 
um, some gravitas. If you could imagine it on a building in, in South San Francisco, right next to Genentech and, and other biomedical companies, um, which was great to start. Um, but as we kind of started building out our culture and, and really understanding where our roots lie uh, and who we wanted to be in the future, uh, we knew that we were going to create a new persona for ourselves. And so that's when we started the rebranding process. It was actually a pretty lengthy process. And so we, you know, just started from the ground up. Um, and being an active ingredients company, uh, we knew that we were going to be playing in a lot of different realms, whether it was, uh, you know, pet products, hair care, uh, nutraceuticals, what have you. Uh, we needed to make sure that we had a path that was free and clear of, of, of trademarks, essentially. So that, that's kind of the more boring side. Um, but I think you put a good name together. I actually, it really does <laughs> resonate to me. And I think it's, it's, it's well thought of. And, you know, there's a good meaning behind it. From when I look at all the different companies that are, have meanings, you know, mm -hmm. it's, you talk more about the product. You're identifying the product in such a short way, as opposed to those that might just use it based on their name and things like that. All the major companies are having something where they've gotten a reason why they put their name together. Right. Now, I want to talk about you, Ben. Because okay. there's so much to be said about, well, <laughs> I know, I was like, oh, well, what's there to tell? No, yeah. seriously, um, I could go on about your background itself, but there's only so much time on the program. So your background is that of a serial entrepreneur, investor, and startup advisor. You co-founded mm -hmm. Gateway, the Silicon Valley-based cannabis startup accelerator. So now, what made nano emulsion technology from infusing everything from beverages to cosmetics with THC and or CBD? the new challenges for yourself to tackle? Yeah, so, you know, as, as Gateway evolved, uh, my, my interest as an investor really started gravitating towards uh, kind of the behind the scenes B2B companies that were, were truly going to allow this industry to scale. Um, you know, I was seeing a lot of inefficiencies, this, this tendency for companies to drive towards vertical integration. And uh, I, I found it to be quite the hindrance uh, for all these companies uh, that I was seeing pitch decks for to achieve the lofty valuations that, that they're promoting. And anyone that's been investing in the space of the last five years, I, I think they uh, would agree with me that, you know, it's, it's a little bit a longer of a slog to, to achieve these, these higher valuations uh, that these companies have been hoping for. And so, you know, in order to achieve that, we, we needed to create efficiencies in the supply chain. And so there were a few different categories that I'd started looking at. Um, and you know, water solubility beverages, uh, just really kind of struck my fancy. Um, you know, even three years ago, long before, uh, Nanogen or, or Vertosa, uh, came onto my radar. Um, you know, so kind of like digging in, you know, I was working with various types of founders, um, technologies that were focusing on the space. I, I, re I recognized that it really started catching the eye of some of the big beverage manufacturers. Um, you know, I have contacts at at Jose Cuervo and, and some beer companies uh, locally here in the Bay Area. And I just know that they were kind of really desperate to find great technology. And uh, when I met Harold Hahn, uh, our chief scientist and founder, um, you know, his entire career was, was built around uh, surface chemistry, which is the interaction between oil and water. Um, and he asked me, he's like, I've become really interested in the cannabis industry. I, I don't know where to start. Like, how, how can I help? And, you know, a light bulb just went off in my head and I'm like, you are the perfect person to solve this problem. And so I kind of laid it out for him. And he, he literally came back to me uh, a few months later and just showed me this little vial. 
and when he dropped it into a glass of water and it completely dispersed and, and uh, you know, kind of went clear and tasted relatively flavorless in his glass of water, um, you know, I, I knew there was something really special there. And it, it, it didn't take long uh, for my mindset to evolve from advisor to I need to jump all in into this uh, company. The spirit of entrepreneurship. When you see something and you just get that hands-on experience, just see it for yourself, and it just opens your eyes. I can just only imagine. I guess that's why you're doing so well with the incubator, and that's why you decided to go and make this switch into mm-hmm. encompassing into cannabis. And I also want to just make mention for those that were interested about Gateway that we mentioned out here on the show, uh, gwty.co for those that might be interested in learning about the program. So I wanted to go and make that plug for you guys also as well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. So with that said, I want to go take us a commercial break and I have much more questions to ask Vertosa CEO, Ben Larson here on Blunt Business. We'll be back with more questions after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. It's time to present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp presents only on Cannabis Radio. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with the CEO of Vertosa, V-E-R-T-O-S-A, Ben Larson. You might remember as Nanogen Labs. Ben, you were just talking about before the break about how you were brought into the cannabis industry when you saw nano emulsion technology for yourself with your own eyes. So I want to ask about that because what Vertosa uses is pre-suspended aqueous solutions carefully designed for the specific needs of each customer to create incredibly homogenous and stable infused products that maximize bioavailability, clarity, and taste. So now, obviously you saw it first, but now you're much more entrenched into the whole process. So chat me up on the technology. Help me wrap my hand around the pre-suspended aqueous solutions. Yeah, you bet. Um, 
So a lot of people have been trying to create cannabis beverages for some time. I mean, the, the entire history of the human culture has evolved around beverage. Uh, there's a great book that, that I, I love to quote. It's the, the history of the world in six glasses. And it talks about how, whether it's coffee, tea, beer, wine, spirits, or soda, like, uh, you know, our, our culture has always grown up with, with a, a beverage in its hand. And so it's something that's very familiar uh, to consumers. And uh, as an opportunity, as a delivery mechanism for, for cannabis, um, it's great because it, it, it counterbalances uh, that friction that we've had with, with the typical edible experience, right? The, the long onset, the unpredictable experience. Uh, we saw that the, the nano emulsions were, were able to provide a better experience because it's a faster uptake, right? Um, and so in producing these products, what we do is we take uh, the, the oil extracts from the plant and break those down into many, many tiny, tiny, small droplets, right? We're talking in the realm, like when you're talking about a nano emulsion, you're generally talking about uh, a droplet size of less than 100 nanometers. Um, and, and, you know, to kind of give some, some, uh, well, actually, can I jump in real quick? Because I want to make the point about this. Now, for those that have been listening to this program, we've talked about Edels, we've talked about infused beverages extensively. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten a little bit of knowledge about this, just a little bit, Ben, but let me go ahead and uh, introduce the audience here. We've talked about burnt hash oil, BHO. We've talked about distillates and Mm -hmm. and nano motion is relatively a newer trend in the beverage industry. And I want to just give a little bit of context to the audience here so they have an idea. So now, right. unlike BHO and THC distillates, Nanomotion can help create THC or CBD-infused beverages optimized for recreational drinking and pharmaceutical use. Mm-hmm. Now, in this, it says, there's an article from the U.S. National Library of Medicine. Nanomotions is fine oil water dispersion stabilized by interfacial film or surfactant molecule having a droplet size rates of 20 to 600 nanometers. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, nanomotion-based cannabis beverages are fast-acting, have high bioavailability, meaning the body will absorb a higher amount of the TC, THC or CBD because nanomotions which have been used for many years in other industries, such as pharmaceuticals and cosmetics, where you came from, uh, can be absorbed into the body and brought into the brain more quickly without requiring any external oils or fats. So now talk to me about the, the little compare and contrast from what's being used in the industry for infusion and what is it about the absorption ability and the purity of the product that comes from this? Sure. So there, there's a broad spectrum, so to speak, of, of products offered on the market today. There's everywhere from the, you know, shake well, drink and wait an hour or two. You know, those are largely very large droplet sizes where it's more like what I like to call a liquid edible, right? It's going down through your digestive tract. It's having a very similar experience as, as an edible. Um, the ones that are, are using uh, kind of nano emulsions or, or micro emulsions that do have that kind of uh, higher bioavailability, um, you know, I think the challenges that we've been seeing on the market is that uh, there's, there's either a taste component, uh, usually a bitterness or, or very herbaceous flavor, um, or there's a stability problem. You know, we, we, we've, we have found fluctuations in potency, uh, separation over time, and these are the things that, that we uh, as a company have, have really fought against, right? 
Um, that's why we don't say we have a nano emulsion. That's why we take a very ground up approach to every product that we help infuse, right? Um, it's complicated chemistry at the end of the day. So every manufacturing process, every container, every ingredient base requires special attention from our team to understand that, you know, we are putting together an emulsion system uh, that will deliver what the consumer expects. And on top of that, you can think of emulsions as, as vehicles, right? So it's an encapsulation of an oil. What that oil is, is, is really up to uh, the product maker. Um, you know, we get to work with all sorts of different oil providers and supply chain, uh, everywhere from, you know, live resins to isolates to, uh, you know, constructed cannabinoid profiles. And what that, that allows us to do is provide a range of different products to market. So if you want, you know, a, a seasonal single lot, sun grown, full spectrum cannabis extraction out of Northern California, we can provide that. Or we can provide a consistent cannabinoid profile time and time again, no matter where you are in the world, right? So this is kind of the flexibility of, of building these emulsion systems from the, from the ground up. Pony, definitely on my pay grade, I'm showing me how good your degree was coming out of college. <laughs> but, uh, okay, I want to ask about this. There's experts that have talked about nano emulsion technology, a little bit of a devil's advocate for you. Sure. So there's a Dr. Alexei Peshovsky. Mm -hmm. Co-founder, president of Industrial Sonomechanics, Mechanics. In an article through greencamp.com, he says, quote, you can take advantage of the existing structure of alcohol consumption. And if you can make it act with the same time as alcohol, you can, let it people, you can let people use it like they do with alcohol. He says that dilutes and other oil-based cannabis extracts can work for edibles, but aren't viable options for beverages. Now, he says there's a drawback to nanoemulsions getting to our conversation. The mm -hmm. bitter taste of cannabinoids won't disappear, potentially affecting the flavor of drinks. Pachowski also says flavor masking agents using flavors such as peppermint and cinnamon can be used to offset this issue, which we've heard that a lot as well. Hmm. But nanoemulsions may end up, he says, being the answer to cannabis's non-water solubility issue. But is the unprecedented cannabis beverage industry poised to succeed, or is it all just hype? So what do you think about some of the comments being made there? Um, I, I think he's right in a lot of aspects. You know, there are many different uh, flavor systems to use when, when adjusting uh, or accounting for the emulsion systems. Um, what I, I think people fail to realize is uh, everything that goes into that emulsion system uh, can affect flavor and mouthfeel. Um, and this goes back to kind of that, that creation process, right? We have the ability to adjust the carrier oils, the surfactants, the co-surfactants, and the system itself that it's going into. And so it becomes a very iterative process between us and, and a flavorist when we're creating the perfect product, right? And anyone that's coming from the mainstream CPG space knows that a lot of effort and a lot of iterations go into creating these products and that every ingredient uh, has an impact. You know, when, they, when B12 was first coming on the scene, uh, it was very complicated to work with and it took a long time for people to truly understand how to incorporate yeah. it into beverages. And so this is just part of the learning process. But again, the, 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 the credence that we need to pay uh, to this opportunity is to apply the right type of methodology, right? There is no such thing in my head as a nano emulsion, right? If that is what you're delivering to the market, uh, you're delivering an incorrect product. Okay. This is a service. Uh, that must be uh, provided to these product makers. And, 
And that's what we really dedicate ourselves to. We, it's, a, it's a long process. You know, sometimes we are working with a customer, you know, six, nine months uh, before they're uh, at a product that they're really happy uh, to bring to market. There's a lot of other, pl- uh, you know, a lot of other things to consider, uh, packaging and co-packing and all that kind of stuff right. uh, comes into play. Um, but, you know, this is just, this is the process of creating products. Well, then again, you're not having to worry so much about it like you do in Canada now, which I'm having to do an interview coming up with a Canadian company that's talking about doing edibles and the kind of issues they're going through with packaging and mm-hmm. the kind of constructs you're putting together, the, the regulations that are in play. It's a nightmare. So I have an upcoming interview with folks here on Blunt Business. Stay tuned for that. Uh, you'll know when it is when it comes up. Now I want to ask him about some remarks that you made with the San Francisco Chronicle. It's an article titled, Will Infused Drinks Change How We Consume Cannabis? I'm going to probably say there's a pretty good chance. Edibles, I think, are going to pretty much overtake the industry, in my opinion. Um, I just think that's one of the things we're, we're seeing in California anyway, in terms of some of the uh, studies we've talked about here on Blunt Business. So you said this. Quote, high dose, bang for the buck products are still crushing it with the old consumers, but they're not for everyone. Lower doses appeal to new consumers. Now, you mentioned that lower dose drinkables allow people to have more than one beverage in a sitting. Mm-hmm. And you said that while drinkable effects are nothing like the effects of alcohol, you said onset times and intoxication duration from cannabis drinkables are similar to those of one glass of beer, wine, or alcohol. While some drinkables like the alcoholized beer, and wine are earning mixed reviews. Uh, the bottom line of most credible recent reviews, most are being served before their time. Cocktail-style uh, drinkables and infused seltzers are showing promise. Expand on what you're seeing in the infused beverage industry and what's working, what's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, to be honest, it's, it, it's such a nascent market. It's, it's really hard for me to postulate on, on what's working, right? I'll, I'll tell you what's not working is, is distribution and retail. Uh, when it comes to beverage, uh, it's the entire experience matters. You know, from the minute uh, the the shopper enters the store, you know, if you're a if you're a dispensary and you put three bottles, three different SKUs in a glass shelf, twelve feet off the ground, uh, of course you're not going to help sell through, right? Like that's not how people shop for beverages. They're used to walking into the beverage aisle and seeing a vast selection of things to choose from. And so we're going to have to reach this critical mass for beverages uh, from, you know, just an infrastructure standpoint to really truly start seeing the, the sell through that we expect. Um, that said, from, from, a, from an experience perspective, you know, we also need to understand that uh, when we're making this comparison to alcohol, it's not like you get to drink as much alcohol as you want and then it's out of your system an hour from now. I, I don't know where that, that concept came from. So, so yes, you, you can consume one low-dose beverage and, and feel, you know, like kind of that, that relaxing effect of, of the THC or CBD or other cannabinoids. And then it will get processed by the body. If you pile on, you know, six or seven of those beverages, yeah, you're going to feel the effects for much longer. And, and that, you know, resonates because that is what happens with alcohol. So I just want to make sure people are properly calibrating themselves to it. I appreciate um, that. Now, uh, what I make one point that you made very poignant, by the way, mm-hmm. is that I think, I know people are always all, all caught up when it comes to the dispensary or a store that's providing cannabis products about the look of the store, having a certain vibe, a certain uh, feng shui, if you will. Sure. But the one thing is, is you just said it exactly on the, point, on the button. The fact of the matter is that products need to be 
sold in a certain style and, and the, the way the, the way the makeup of the store the way the layout of the store needs to change so much more conventional retail look so that beverages are put in the spot every edibles you make it almost like more like a supermarket it should be more like that correct that's right that's right and, and we see people move in that direction so I, I think if if we were to chat you know six months from now that it would be a much different landscape i see people branding refrigerators and off, offering them for free to dispensaries and the more progressive dispensary is going to take those on. Um, you know, we're also starting to see beverages be shown on, on delivery uh, systems. And so it's like, um, you know, as that infrastructure comes into place, uh, we'll, we'll see a lot more coming to market, a lot more selection, and people get to decide, uh, you know, what it is that they want. Maybe this not also, so much of a supermarket style, more like a bodega style, like more like a convenience store type of deal. I think people that are, I think people might be a little more prone because they know it's a short experience you're going to have to make in the store. There's not mm -hmm. a whole lot of time unless you're looking for flour or other things much more specific. But I imagine if you're just looking for an edible or a beverage, pretty simple for you to find something. Here's what I like. Okay, I'll take this, order, go to the counter, and off we go. Yeah. And then there's also, there's also another important component, right? Like we, like how do people discover these products? Um, and so there, the advent of the consumption lounge is an interesting opportunity, like allowing people to consume on site as if it were a normal bar, just with cannabis instead of alcohol. Like this is a huge opportunity to really allow people to, to see what it is to experience a cannabis beverage. We've been doing a lot of uh, immersive experiences whether it's at private holiday parties or at conferences where people get to actually come and try infused beverages and they're having an incredible experience. Um, and they're really starting to understand. It's like, Oh, this can fit into my life. And once we start doing that, and once the word gets out, um, you know, people are really going to latch onto this. I can guarantee it. And I hope so. And I think that's one idea is that there's certain things where you have to have some taste testing out there. You have to have some chances to sample products. I don't know, do the Pepsi challenge for all, for all we know, <laughs> something like that. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm using some really old uh, references on this week. Size Sprilling and Pepsi challenge. Ben, you should not know what these references are. Okay. <laughs> Unless you follow advertising, this is not good for you to know. So. Well, being in the business that I am, I, I hear the, the Pepsi challenge reference just about every week. And we've actually been put through it to, you know, against oh. some of our competition, uh, which, which has been a little nerve wracking at times, but, but yeah. fun nonetheless. Fascinating. So I'm going to talk about something that you said. You said Vertosa will play a major role in the future of cannabis. We're going to leave people in suspense with that line, and we're going to ask about it after this break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. 
Welcome Thank to Cannabis Conf. Oh, you got me again. All right. I got you again. You got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs> Hey, we did it. We did it. Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him, pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with the CEO of Vertosa, Ben Larson, here on Cannabis Radio and Blunt Business and early... Ben, thanks for being on with us. And again, I want to just ask you one more thing before we can wrap things up here. A company press release that got put out. You said, quote, exceeding our own expectations and now with our expanded team, unrivaled technology and partners that match our vision, Virtosa will play a major role in the future of cannabis. So now I understand there's some upcoming partnerships you have with both mainstreams and niche brands, mm-hmm. and they're all in touch with your vision. So Expand to me on the role that you want to play. Give us a little insight on who you're working with to make that happen. Yeah, you know, I think, I think for me, uh, the, the path to, to the end for us is to continue to focus on what we're good at and to partner with other companies in the supply chain that are doing the same thing. And so we love working with great oil extraction companies that really care about the quality of their product. We're not going to get into that. You won't see us extracting oils from plants. Um, we also love to work with great flavor houses and great co-packers. We have no intent on doing that as well. Um, we are creating the best emulsion systems, the best active ingredients for these products, and helping our customers, so our customers ranging everywhere from early-stage cannabis startups to large multinational brands delivering CBD uh, in their beverages, um, work directly with them to deliver exactly to their consumer the product that they want and to do it consistently over time, right? And so this is how we get to that, that mainstream vision that everyone has for cannabis. There is no room for everyone trying to own everything because when you do that, you do a very mediocre job at many things. Uh, this is what we learn when building startups, right? And so we're gonna continue focusing on what we're good at and we have built great partnerships uh, with people like BevZero, who do dealkalization of, of products. It's a great, you know, it's a great partnership. They create a blank canvas for us, you know, whether it's a, a rosé, chardonnay, IPA, um, you know, they give us these beautiful bases to which inf- we, we infuse. Um, you know, same with uh, flavor houses. We worked with um, just about every flavor house that, that I know uh, in the United States um, to help create great products. And so, you know, if, if we are doing what we're doing correctly, and not threatening their business, it makes us uh, an ideal partner. And then on the flip side, on the customers, um, 
you know, we're working uh, with people like Vitacoco uh, on, you know, the larger end and, you know, uh, local startups like Somatic, which is a infused cold brew coffee using ritual coffee roasters, beans uh, to create just very great craft products. So being able to uh, service everyone along the value chain uh, really puts us in a critical position where we're creating a platform for people to do this all around the world. That's awesome. I really do appreciate that. I like think where you're going with things is, um, again, it's the options that are out there, the things that are available. And really, you're helping with technology, advanced technology in the industry, where I think there's the biggest amount of room for growth. And I feel like, you know, I think there's just a few things that will be happening in terms of the cannabis industry. And, you know, let me know if you agree to disagree. Where I don't feel like, you know, the original thought of how flour is supposed to be the major importance of people just taking the flour itself, doing what they want with it, whether they want to dab or smoke or how they want to ingest it, that vape pens obviously are the real, the real more popular way now to ingest. And once all the issues of the safety that's been right now, that's been going on in the news, that should all subside pretty soon. And obviously people are much, being much more accountable with, uh, the products are being put out there and the kind of cartridges are being put for those products and mm-hmm. edibles, I think in the same vein as much, you know, I think when legalization comes into play, I think we will see the eventual products that are infused beverages that will be on store shelves alongside alcohol and other beverages that's coming up someday. So right now it's still just the early part, but I love that you've gotten to this point right now and that, Hey, I love the fact that Silicon Valley types like yourself are coming into the space bringing your innovation, bringing your entrepreneurship and, you know, finding a need of filling it. Yeah. Thank you. And, 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 you know, this, I, I do come from Silicon Valley and I, I never expected to, to be such an advocate for, for cannabis, but I, I really have come to be that. And I, I feel that, um, you know, it's now our mission to, to educate the world and, and, you know, going back, you know, full circle to kind of the name change, you know, we, we originally built our company around trust. We spent the whole first year of our, our business doing that. Um, but with the name change came the introduction of our, our, our next two core values, and that's leadership and education. Um, so we, you know, it's our, our job uh, as an industry to kind of continually vet out the truth and, and get that delivered to the masses so that we can become a true mainstream industry. Find the need to fill it. That's the, the, the incomparable words of Henry Kaiser that said those really uh, inspirational, uh, inspirational quote. And I'll leave that message for all of you as we go and conclude this edition of Blunt Business. Real quickly, before we go, uh, tell people how they can learn more about Vertosa and what you're working on with your technology. Where's the best place to go? Obviously the website. Fill us in on the website and what's on there. Yeah, Vertosa, V-E-R-T-O-S-A dot com. That'll get you everything you need. Um, all of our social handles are Vertosa INC. Fantastic. Ben Larson, CEO of Vertosa. Thanks again for making time to join us here on the program. Really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Hey, my pleasure. And folks, thank you, listeners, for always joining us here on Blunt Business. I'm glad the audience is growing. You're listening in. The word's getting out there. Share with, friend, with a friend with a friend and let people know about the program. And obviously, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Give us a big five stars and please leave a review. I know you leave five stars, but if you can add a few extra words to go ahead and help boost the show, it will help us out greatly. Thank you for listening in. You can download past episodes of Blunt Business by going to CannabisRadio.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.